stop looking at porn and win back your freedom for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man you are and making life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach, and I've been coaching guys on this for many years now and have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that. I'm using this podcast to share what I've learned and what I continue to learn on the way with real client examples from the hands-on work I do with clients day in and day out. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn now. Hey guys, welcome to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Danny Pullman. And uh, as promised a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I was going to, in a podcast I'd be doing soon, talk about urges and how we can better handle urges, interact with urges in a more empowering way uh, where we don't feel like uh, once an urge comes, it's just a matter of time till I give in and look at porn, right? So um, so we're going to talk about that today. And I'm going to talk about the difference between avoiding and resisting and reacting not just urges, but any feeling, right? And we're going to talk about allowing and processing feelings and urges. Um, we're going to talk about some strategies of how to start doing that in a more uh, conscious, empowered way, like I said. And um, I'm going to give you some sample thoughts that are really helpful to think while you're trying to feel feelings. Uh, I'm going to take you through some questions to give you some examples of of questions you can ask yourself to get to know what are the patterns, what are the learned patterns in my brain that have made it feel so hard to quit this habit? Um, because that's all it is. It's just learned thought patterns that are getting in the way. And when you get in there, identify them and clear them up, intentionally shift, then the changes you want come with ease and not just with changing your porn habit, but with so many parts of your life. That's what I love about this work. And, uh, and then I'm going to talk about some other useful tools, just some favorite tools that I'll offer you as well. Okay. Um, so let's start with this, right? Um, just so you know, like if you struggle with feeling feelings and being reactive to them uh, with urges for porn or whatever feelings it is, you are not alone. And it's, it's not even really your fault um, because it's how you were taught, right? It's, it's how your role models taught you. It's, it, there aren't like classes in school for this stuff. Um, no one ever sat down and explained this to you, right? So, so it's okay if, if this is something that you've struggled with in that way, right? And it makes a lot of sense. And there are three ways of interacting with feelings that a lot of us have learned how, uh, I've learned to have be our, our go-to <laughs> reaction, right? And so those are, we either avoid we resist or we react, okay? And let's just talk about what these three mean. Um, avoiding a feeling. Uh, oh, by the way, something really important here is one of the biggest things that leads guys to keep going back to this porn habit is not knowing how to interact with their feelings, okay? And it's not just the urges, it's other feelings too. Uncomfortable feelings and wanting to escape those, right? Escapism is one of the biggest components for most of us, okay? And um, that's why we want to become really aware. What are some of the different ways that we do that? And and then this gives us more power to make the shifts that we want, okay? So, <clears throat> so that's why we're talking about this. Number one, avoid. Avoiding 
your urges or your feelings, right? Um, all that is, is you try to distract yourself. You try to think of something else. Like the feeling is there and you're like, okay, just gotta like, I'm just going to go play video games or I'm going to focus on this work thing or, and we don't, uh, we don't, we don't process the urge. Uh, we aren't mindful. We're not being present with it. It's really based on, I've got to get away from this urge. Otherwise something bad's going to happen. And I'm not powerful enough to make choices unless I get away from this, right? The choices that I want. And so avoiding is, it's that when we try to just distract ourselves. And I'm not saying that there's never a time or a place for that, where that could be helpful along the way. But if that's all we do, then you, you might end up still staying stuck with this habit and not retraining your brain in a new way that creates more ease to live life sustainably without porn, right? The number two is resisting, okay? Resisting an urge is uh, when we we fight, we kind of lock horns with it, right? We fight directly against it. We white knuckle. Uh, it's just kind of battling and pushing there's a lot of it can it's exhausting after a while right it drains your willpower we talked about this in the willpower podcast a few weeks ago um and <laughs> other ways that we resist are to judge judge ourselves for even having an urge to do this thing called porn and to go watch it right um or we yeah we just we, we think it shouldn't be there. We, we we tell the urge like you shouldn't even be here. So then you don't deal with it. You're just focused on you shouldn't be here. And and we resist and fight. OK, um, reacting is the third one. Reacting is just like it's giving in to the demands of the urge that your lower part of your brain is throwing at you in that moment. Right. So you go look at porn. You have an urge for porn. You go look at porn. Right. Or maybe you have uh, you're feeling anger. If it's a feeling that's not an urge and you react by being a jerk to someone and yelling at them or calling them names or whatever. Right. Um, and so these things apply to so many parts of our lives. Right. Um, reacting can also kind of, you know, escapism isn't just about escaping uncomfortable feelings to go look at porn. It can also be escaping the urge itself because an urge to look at porn is just a feeling. Okay. And that's all it is. And it can feel uncomfortable. And sometimes that's the the feeling we want to escape from, right? It's sometimes it's not other uncomfortable feelings. It's just this urge is uncomfortable. And it's, if I go look at porn, it's going to make this urge go away temporarily until I have the next urge, right? Um, so I can either deal with this urge popping up. It feels like it's the same urge popping up again and again. It's not, it's, it's a new urge each time, but it can feel like the same urge is coming back bigger and stronger. And if I'm going to give into it anyway, at some point, maybe I may as well give into it right now. And um, then I can at least get some reprieve from that urge feeling until the next one. Right. And this strategy, the problem with this one is it trains your brain that, hey, when I when the lower brain throws an urge at you, it gets rewarded with all that dopamine and other chemicals that come with porn and masturbation. And um, so it actually will train your brain to keep having urges. Okay. And in the long run to more easily change your habits, we want to be training our brain to have less urges. 
So the less that we reward those urges with porn, the better. Um, the problem is a lot of guys just don't have the skills or tools or knowledge of how to how to interact with these urges in a way where we don't reward it with porn and that doesn't just like exhaust you and leave you depleted and end up giving into it anyway at some point, right? So, um, so the alternative to avoiding, resisting, and reacting is allowing and processing a feeling or an urge, right? And allowing and processing, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in a minute, but allowing and processing is <clears throat> um, is where we acknowledge the urge, we learn to be present with it uh, in a, a pretty neutral way. Uh, we don't feel threatened by it. Uh, we learn new thoughts about these urges, right? Uh, there's no judgment. It's just like, oh, hey, there's an urge. Hey, look at that. Interesting. I noticed it. There it is. We're curious um, and we're present with the feeling of it. We're not scared of the feeling of it. We we know we can handle the feeling of it. And when you can go towards the feeling of it in this way, you'll realize that the feeling of the urge isn't, it's nothing. It's like so easy compared to what your experience has been with it in the past because the majority of the difficulty you've experienced with feeling urges is from your resistance of them resisting the urges that's what adds all this layer of suffering and and tightness and pushing and pulling and frustration and exhaustion right like that's the resisting of it okay when you unlearn all these thought patterns that get in the way of you allowing and processing these feelings it's so much easier and um it can make quitting the habit so much easier so uh, we're going to talk about it um, one of the one of the strategies I like to look at first with guys is the thought work side of it, okay? Because we do a lot of thought work in the coaching that I do with my clients, and um, usually it's just it's something that guys haven't delved into, and it's just a really useful, practical way to start understanding some of these patterns that are going on in your brain, and then you get some power to shift them. Um, and so, I'm going to take you through some questions. Just to give you some examples of questions you can ask yourself to start getting curious about you and your patterns in your brain that you've learned. And I'm going to talk through some examples with each of these questions. So I've got like six questions here and I'm just going to talk through them. So the first question is, uh, what emotions do you try to avoid on a daily basis? And this is just something I want you to think about. Uh, maybe you can list them out while you're listening to this or pause it and and write them out. Um or just mentally note it if you're driving on your way to work or something. Uh, what emotions do you try to avoid on a daily basis, right? Like what are those emotions that like you just dread the next time you've got to feel that emotion? Um, we want to become aware of those and we want to find out why. Okay. Um, and then uh, like for some of you, it might be an urge for porn, right? Um, and for some of you, maybe it's, anger right a lot of us have especially those raised religious have learned that anger is like bad uh, certain feelings are bad and when we have all that judgment about it it can just make all this mind management just so much more difficult than it needs to be um because in my opinion 
no feeling is bad. No feeling is good or bad. It's what you do with it um, that really matters. And you're responsible for how you choose to react or respond to feelings along the way. So anything that can give you a leg up on having the power, feeling like you have the power to and experiencing that power that you do have <laughs> to live life in line with your values and the kind of person you want to be, regardless of the feelings that come up along the way, right? That's that's what we want. And so um, start becoming aware. What are those emotions that you try to avoid on a daily basis and why? Okay, next question. When and how often do you normally experience these emotions that you're trying to avoid, right? And this is just a question to, to help you become aware of how it's been going for you, right? Uh, sometimes when you don't ask questions like this, you might just feel like it's happening all the time, right? Our brains can kind of go all or nothing and a bit extreme. <clears throat> when you ask a question like this, you can get clear, like, wait, how, when and how often do I experience these, right? Um, is it every day? Is it every few days? When I do experience it, is it all day long or is it more like an hour or a few minutes or, right? Just kind of uh, get clear with yourself. When and how often do you normally experience these emotions? And then the next question is, how does <clears throat> how does deciding to look at porn and masturbate affect these emotions, okay? Um, and this is where we get into some good stuff. Um, and this is the decision to look at porn and masturbate. This isn't actually looking at porn and masturbate. This is when you've decided, right? Maybe this happens right before you view porn, or maybe you decide when you have an urge earlier in the day, like, okay, tonight when I get home from work or after this thing today, I'm going to, I'm going to look at porn, right? Um, maybe that's when you decided. And so this question is to help you understand how does deciding that decision to look at porn and masturbate affect the emotions that you're trying to escape, right? It could be the urge itself or other emotions or both. And if your answer is, maybe your answer is something like, uh, like, yeah, it, I experienced some relief, right? It gives me a little bit of relief just to decide like, okay, at least I know this thing is coming that can feel good in these ways and distract me from these feelings and feel like it gives me some sort of release slash relief. Um, right. And, um, and so what I want to point out to you here is thoughts are what change how you feel. Okay. So your decision to view porn, that's not, that's, it, it's not the porn that's coming your way that, uh, gives you that relief. Okay. It's a few different, it can be a few different things. Okay. Number one, when we're flip-flopping, am I going to look at porn? Am I not? That's exhausting. It creates decision fatigue. And, um, so just deciding that you're going to, or that you're not going to that day and firmly deciding like that can, that can give you relief. Just deciding like, okay, I'm not going to wrestle with this decision anymore. I'm just deciding. And, um, and if you decide with the one that your brain is, your lower brain is demanding and used to getting, then that can feel a little bit easier than deciding not to. Right. Um, and so you can get relief just from making a decision. Okay. But it's not the porn coming that gives you that relief. It's just that you've made a decision. And then the other part of this is, um, is maybe you decide to look at porn and maybe what you've learned to think is, Oh, some relief is coming, right? I'll get some relief later tonight. 
Um, but I want you to notice that it's your thought that relief is coming that gives you some relief in that moment. Okay. It's not the porn that's coming. It's that you are, you are changing your state of mind from, Oh, I need relief. I can't get relief to, Oh, relief is coming. And when you know that this emotion will pass, I'll have a break from this emotion at some point, right? It's a very different experience feeling your feelings throughout that day than it is if you're thinking there will be no relief. This is going to last forever. Okay. But it's your thoughts that are creating that shift in your internal state. It's not just that, oh, here's this thing called porn that's coming my way later. Okay. And that's important because those thoughts will come into play and you can use them to your advantage. Next question, how does looking at porn and masturbating affect these emotions, right? This is another one where maybe you think, oh, I I just get to feel, I feel that I feel good, or I don't feel bad anymore, or um I like how I feel, right? Like I'm okay with how I'm feeling. Um maybe looking at porn and masturbating gives you some pleasure, right? There are all sorts of things you feel while looking at porn. Some people they use it to feel validated and they if there's a part of their brain that thinks these people are just throwing themselves at you sexually and maybe you feel like, oh, I am lovable, I am wanted, right? Um there are some things that come just from the use of porn and masturbating that create chemical pleasure within you. But a huge vast majority of the pleasure you experience while viewing porn has more to do with what you've learned to think while viewing porn. Okay. And the feelings that those thoughts create. So that's where if you start claiming ownership for those good feelings coming from your own internal power and not from porn and get clear on what those thoughts are, you can start thinking those thoughts more in your regular day-to-day life um, and experience some of the internal shifts that you're wanting without feeling as dependent on this external thing called porn, right? Um, Okay, and there are a few other questions here. I'm going to skip the fifth one, but what would your day be like if you felt these emotions instead of looking at porn and masturbating, right? Um, This is an important one. Maybe some of you'd be like, okay, well, it'd be terrible. This day is going to be terrible if I have these feelings, right? These feelings are terrible. It's bad that they're here. And until I get rid of them, I won't be okay. And, um, and when we're thinking these thoughts about the feelings we're feeling, it makes it really hard to feel them because we're telling ourselves it's not okay that this feeling's here and we need to get rid of it fast. And that doesn't let the flow happen where it can just come up and flow on through. It jams things up and it actually creates just way more suffering and resistance than is necessary, Right. Um, so if you have some of those thoughts about your uncomfortable emotions, I want you to really, uh, identify those, acknowledge them and, and then remind yourself that it's optional whether to view emotions like that, right? And how different would it be if when you had those uncomfortable emotions, you, what would your day be like if you felt those emotions instead of looking at porn masturbating? What if you could say something like, Uh, it wouldn't be a big deal because I can feel uncomfortable feelings and they always come and they go and they're not threatening to me. And yeah, I don't always like how it feels, but, but I can do it and I can accept it with peace and, um, and it's actually become easy for me, right? Maybe it's easier than I think it is. And like, if you're thinking thoughts like that about feeling uncomfortable emotions, then it's going to change your experience entirely. 
with those emotions. Okay. You, and you think about future you who's learned to kick this porn habit and he's a master of allowing and processing emotions. What's he thinking, right? He, it has become easy. Like, oh yeah, it's no problem. Like I doing, that's normal for me to do a day without porn and masturbation and feel my uncomfortable feelings because I know how to do that. It's something I'm good at. It's doable, right? Like we want to actually start thinking some of those thoughts now, not like I'm so bad at feeling feelings and that's it, right? Like I'm learning to get really good at feeling uncomfortable emotions. If you shift into that thinking from I'm just bad at this and always will be, then you're going to get a lot further, right? It really matters what you're thinking about your feelings, <laughs> okay? And so, um, so I've given you some sample thoughts of what you can think while feeling feelings, right? No feeling lasts forever. It always passes. Um, this is doable. This is easier than I think. Um, I, yeah, I can, I can feel peace and uncomfortable at the same time. Right. Um, and then as you think these thoughts, it helps to put you in a space where you can allow the feelings to be there and process them. Okay. And you just kind of metabolize them. It's almost like your body digests it. It knows what to do, just like it knows what to do, digesting a cheeseburger. Right. Uh, your babies are really good at this. It's really, we've just kind of trained it out of ourselves. We've learned a bunch of thoughts throughout our life that make negative emotion a problem, which it's not, it doesn't need to be. Um, and then it gets in the way of us utilizing this capacity that we all have as humans. We all can allow and process feelings. It's available to all of us. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of unwinding all these thought patterns we've learned that get in the way. Okay. So here are some signs that you are allowing versus resisting an urge. Okay. Signs that you're resisting an urge. You'll be in a hurry. You'll be panicking, judging yourself, wishing it wasn't there, feeling threatened, expending a lot of energy, feeling of tightness, or it's like a sledgehammer approach, or almost like you're holding a beach ball underwater, right? And that constant pressure. Okay. Signs that you're allowing an urge. Uh, a little uncomfortable, but okay with the discomfort being there. Not in a hurry to get rid of it. Uh, you permit the urge to be there as long as it needs to be. You don't feel threatened. You can feel peace along with the urge. You're not expending a lot of energy. You're aware of and checked into sensations in your body. You feel loose and open. Uh, it's like a feather on a glass approach instead of a sledgehammer approach. And it's kind of like just letting the beach ball float on the surface of the water and observing it curiously instead of trying to hold it under. This is uh, not an all or nothing pra practice, okay? When you start practicing this, uh, find moments to be in that allowing space with your feelings. Uh, you might go in and out of allowing versus resisting, avoiding, reacting, and that doesn't matter. Just keep coming back to allowing. Keep practicing it whenever you can. Let it be messy. Um, and then lastly, some other useful tools that um, that I just want to share with you, tools that I love uh, that can also help with learning these skills is um, practice some of these things that I said above. Identify your thoughts about your feelings and which thoughts are making it easier to feel feelings, which ones are making it harder to feel feelings, okay? And uh, practice it not just with urges, but with any uncomfortable feeling, okay? Uh, another tool is mindfulness meditation, right? I love the app Headspace. Practice with this app, practice with meditation, 
you'll get used to being with your thoughts and feelings in a non-judgmental, allowing, curious, compassionate way. Create so much more flow and ease uh, in general in your life. Okay. Uh, EMDR, if you're someone who has some trauma to work through, EMDR therapy is a process for you to try. Um, I've been loving learning about different kinds of breath work lately. Uh, especially I've enjoyed the Wim Hof method, uh, with the cold showers, cold exposure lately and ice plunges, cold plunges, um, that helps calm your nervous system. And, um, I've been loving that. Uh, it's just been fun. <laughs> and then, uh, journaling, I always talk about journaling. So journal and find out what you're thinking about your feelings, right? Find out what's helping you to feel the feels and what's getting in the way. And, um, just reminder, like this is something you can do. Okay. You can learn to allow and process your feelings with ease in a way where no urge is going to come and rock your whole world or your day. And it just becomes easy to let urges come and go. Uh, this is a built-in capability. It's just been trained out of you. Um, it can take some time and some undoing of the learned thought patterns. It can feel a bit confusing when learning to look at your own brain in these ways. Uh, even if it's the first time for you, right. Or, if you're like me, maybe you've done therapy and it helped give you a head start and you got good at this stuff, but you're still stuck with the porn stuff and coaching can really fill in the gaps. Um, that's what it did for me. It does for a lot of my clients. Okay. Um, I have all sorts of tools and worksheets and I coach guys through this. We practice together on calls one-on-one -on -one or with a group, uh, the community, that you can post and ask questions in is available to you in between sessions. It's all set up for you and it can save you time, heartache, frustration. It can create more ease, more speed in your habit change and uh, help you to achieve results that maybe you used to think were impossible for you. Um, and it can be way more fun to do with a coach like me or with the group that we have. We just have an awesome group of guys. Um, and not to mention it, the way it affects all the other parts of your life, because we're working at the thought level, it can't not just improve so many areas of your life. And that's what I love about this is it's, it's about so much more than just a porn habit. Uh, this is about making your life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. So thanks for joining me today. And hopefully these tools help you. I'd love to hear how they work for you. Go try them out and ask me questions as you like. If you enjoy listening to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast, you have to come check out the Chainbreaker program. It's my group coaching program through my Chainbreaker Coach app where you get access to regular group coaching calls and or one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, training modules, tools, a community of like-minded guys where we take all of this great information and learn to actually implement it in a game-changing way that works. This is about so much more than just a porn habit. Join us at dannypullman.com forward slash work with me. Don't forget to spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. Become a chain breaker and learn to unchain your personal power. And remember, the power to make the changes you want is already there. It's just a matter of learning to access it.